Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new week, a new story in episode 14 of the Between Two Tales podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm joined by my co-host, Dave. Thank you for all the new folks who are tuning in. And of course, much love to the returning viewers and listeners. So Dave, why don't you give these new folks here the rundown of what we do here? Yes. So for all you newbies who are joining us on this journey, what you're about to witness is we're going to create a story from beginning to end in about 90 minutes. And during that time, and at the very beginning, Kevin's going to generate five random words and we need to incorporate those words some way, either through a theme or a name or an action or something. We need to incorporate each of those five words into our story. This is happening on the spot. We have no idea what words we're going to get. As I said, Kevin's going to randomly generate these words. You will be able to see him generate these words in a moment and we'll have the timer running. Well, all of that's going on. Like I said, we're going to try to get it done in that time frame, right? No matter what. And it's really to prove to people and to show people that you can get the outline of some type of story within an hour and 30 minutes. I know growing up, people used to say, oh, you need to sit on this thing and come up with the concept and then take another two weeks to think about the concept and so on. So that may be true for some writers and that's a-okay, but we're just here to show that there is another way. And we pump so, so far we're on episode 14, right? So that means 14 different concepts created in about an hour and a half with random words. Not all of them work as well as some of the others, but that's okay. Because the point is to show you that you can do it and imagine what you could do if you were to spend the time to just an hour and a half spitball something that makes sense into a story from beginning to end. And if it doesn't work or if you're not in love with it, leave it. You just went through the practice of a creative pr practice and that in itself is worthy of something. But keep doing it if you want to do it once a week like we do and follow along as we do ours. Awesome. That's great. You'll have a lot of content over the weeks to come. All right. Yeah, our objective is to get something done. We're not going for a Pulitzer Prize or anything like that. We just want to get an outline with a beginning, middle, and end done. Plot, goal, mission, all of that, all in 90 minutes. We're not going for quality. Sometimes it's not our week and we show up with some crazy ideas. I mean, we've <laughs> had vegetable characters yeah. slicing each other's heads off and stuff like that before. But you know, that, that is just the way the dice rolled that week. All right. So it really depends on the words, depends on where our creative energy is today and depends on what we're feeling. Yeah. But either way, we're going to get it done. And that is the whole point. We're making good on Stephen Pressfield's War of Art, just showing up and doing the work. Just show up. And at the end, after we finish generating our story, we're going to compare our story to chat GPT story, an AI generated tool. We're gonna give it the same prompts and we'll see what story they pop out and compare our story to theirs and see who is the real winner, man or machine. So mm. far, we haven't lost one yet. Yeah, It's come close sometime, sure. but no dice, not yet. So without further ado, let's generate these words. Let's get the timer ready. All right, one spin is all we need. Timer has begun. What we got here? Haircut. Okay. Smoke. Ah. Pocket fish. Atmosphere. Atmosphere. Okay. 
Interesting. Very. I think these are very doable. I think when I think of the atmosphere, obviously, you know, you, well, you could go with the literal, but you can also go with like, <clears throat> sometimes it's used in a way to talk, describe the temperature in the room, let's say. Right. You know? That's right. So maybe that might be an avenue to use that word. And then, uh, I mean, literally, I mean, unless we're going to make interstellar, I'm like, how can we use that literal term? The atmosphere. Well, the atmosphere is, uh, that's the outermost layer, right? Or is it composed of multiple layers? I can't remember. I think it's the multiple layers. Let's read it here. Let's see. The envelope of gases surrounding the earth. For okay, so the planet. atmosphere has the five layers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Troposphere, stratosphere, mesosphere, thermosphere, exosphere. Yeah, un unless we're making a depart Earth story and blast through the atmosphere. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have made a story that takes place in space. I don't think so. I'm, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but I don't yeah. think we've actually made one. I'll put it down as a, a potential idea. Um, some of these other ones. Hair, haircut, you know. Smoke. Smoke when they exit the ship. There's a haze of smoke. Or Pocket. the ship gets damaged in space. You know, it's kind of like that film Apollo 13, I think, with Tom Hanks and Kevin mm -hmm. Bacon and some of those folks. And their oxygen tank explodes or whatever, ruptures or something like this. And then all of it goes into space. And then he turns, you know, the ship turns around in the final or close to the final act. And it's just like, we can see some smoke. It, entering leaving our thing and like what is yeah it? then the first fish into space let's see fish pocket yeah but fish could also be something that you can freeze and eat or warm up <laughs> in other ways that's true store some fish and chips in your pocket hey, hey you know there's also one of my favorites a swedish fish that's true <laughs> swedish fish i hate swedish fish because they get in my teeth yeah that's true Stuck in your teeth one of the most annoying candies to eat but uh, that's true. Swedish fish is there. I mean, you know. So we could either take this as a space story or something very generic because the rest of this stuff can easily go in the day of the life of somebody. Yeah. Whatever story we so choose. I mean, so what I'll say is, all right, we have, I'll just be general here, space story. And then if we were to do something generic, something where the temperature of the room gets, you know, either tense or something like this, but that's just more, that could happen even in space. So it'd have to be grounded in something. Could do like a, I don't think we've done, a, we've done murders. Plenty of murders. We do, oh, we've done plenty of murders. I don't know if we've done like a murder mystery. A murder mystery. I don't think so. Well, like, a, are you talking about like a whodunit or like a. Maybe like a murder mystery out in, you know, some cornfield or something like this, you know, and. Uh, it might be a whodunit. I mean, also think of like Zodiac. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that, but you know, it was supposed to deal with the Zodiac killer. Yeah. I don't think they caught or they recently caught. Yeah, I don't know. And the Zodiac. Speaking of killers, I don't know if you've ever seen the show Blackbird on Apple TV. That's a good one because that killer, <laughs> so that killer is like a serial confessor. Where he like confessed to a bunch of random murders he didn't commit, so they would label as a, label him as a serial confessor. But he would use that as the guise to get a, to get away with his own murders. So when he was actually killing people, they couldn't really pin it to him, and they sent in somebody to go get him to confess and tell all the information of where his real murders were. 
It's pretty interesting. You know, I've been rewatching some Bleach lately. Oh man! And the idea of the soul. There's also that movie Soul, the Disney movie. Yeah. The idea of soul is very interesting too. Man wants to make a soul reaper because Bleach came out not too long ago, like sometime you know late last year, another season or something like this to finish, right? Yeah, they're finishing. I gotta catch up. Yeah. So some soul. So like. It's interesting because when you say soul and you talk, I assume you meant at one point the Disney movie soul, right? I think that's what you said. Um, yeah. You know, the essence of that film is really around like what happens when you die, but also like, but well, that's one part of it, but it's also like what happens when you die and you have unfulfilled dreams and goals that you are trying to achieve. Right. And not even, it's almost like, this man has so much goals and dreams to achieve that not even death itself could stop him from achieving what he needed to achieve, you know, or what he felt he needed to achieve. You know, the other thing I was wondering is like, they didn't really do this in the movie Soul, but and kind of not really in Bleach either, but the idea of the Soul Society, what if it's just like another version of a normal world like ours, people are working and interacting with each other. But instead of working towards like wealth and other stuff, materialistic stuff that people in the living world do, what if they're working to buy that specific life? Like you make so much of hmm. X currency in the soul world and you can now buy rich businessman with wife and three kids in like what? when you get reincarnated, I guess. Like you buy a destiny basically. You buy a destiny, yeah. So, so basically, the way it would work is you would have to accrue some kind of wealth anyway, in order to buy yeah. the soul that you want to go into, or you know, so your soul, it's like you know, so your soul can be transplanted into either a, another adult soul or yeah, maybe depending on how you lived your life in the soul world, will determine like what obstacles you you get in the the real world, like. What if you're a real, a really good person, for example, like what if you're a really good person that just happens to acquire cancer in the, in the living world? It's like, you're a good person, but you've gone lucky. Is there a price to pay? So like, besides the price for the actual soul, is there like, are you trumping someone else's soul by buying your way into a new life? Like, uh, is there yes. like morality to that part too? Or it's like, you know, you have the morality of like, is it okay to purchase, you know, purchase your destiny or whatever into the next world? But are you also, you know, do, and maybe that's something that could, that's come to find out during the story, but maybe it's like you find out that you're actually, you're purchasing your life over someone else's who would have received it. And then maybe right. something bad happens to them or, you know, something that is not so, not so would be funny if there was a soul that retained all its memories and he, he just kept trying and trying until he got like the destiny he wanted. Like, uh, I'm just looking at some of these here. Let's say that you can, let's say the destiny is a roll of a dice and he, he got a destiny as a barber and he didn't like that. Oh, he got himself killed or something. Then he came back as a fisherman or something. He didn't like that. Got a chance to roll the dice again. And uh, now he's a, an astronaut blasting off in the atmosphere. Hey, why not merge him? Yeah, why not actually? I guess my 
initial inkling about it is like, you know, we have to make sure that is, are they buying a pre, like the body, which I guess that really would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. And I guess the body part doesn't really matter because the body is just the vessel at this point, but it's like, they're beating out another soul to realize a certain outcome, a, a perceived, um, desirable outcome. And the body is just the vessel, which it is, it may or may not even matter. I could, but I could see how it could matter if it's like, all right, I don't want to be like a model or an right, actor. Right? right. And they're like, oh, I want to have this good looks or whatever. So that's something interesting there too. However, if we do this astronaut, we do this astronaut idea. It, I mean, no one cares about your looks realistically. It's like a nice to have, I guess, but like no one really cares. And, but you know, we would have to tie in space, which you could, you know, I travel down that path, tie in space to the soul world. I mean, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe that's if we decide to fit it in there, like, right. It could be just as you said earlier, the temperature of the room where yeah. Well, I'm not even thinking about the like atmosphere itself, but I'm thinking like space itself. Like, you know, it could be the idea of like beyond the atmosphere, I guess, or whatever, you know, is the soul realm and maybe we we're meant to find it. They're saying this astronaut blasts himself in space. Well, not, I mean, it's the whole mission, right? So there's multiple astronauts, you know, they have a goal and maybe the goal is to, you know, okay. The most obvious goal, I'll just spitball it. Not that I think it works, but good is to go to Mars, right? Cause that's where everyone wants to go these days and yep. you need to get on Mars to set up a colony. You know, imagine you do that and it disrupts your ability to jump into a different vessel, a different human being because you're no longer on this earth. So maybe the act of having a soul was only earth bound. And now that you disrupted that, your death marks your death of the vet of your body and the soul. But they, I don't know. What would be interesting. So let's say the astronaut get blasts into this and disrupts the space time continuum. And just let's say his soul stays intact, but his body gets destroyed. Okay. And he gets a new vessel, but somehow he retains all his memories. And now, I don't know. Now he's well, like, hold on. You know, he goes into space. Basically. Okay. We have an event that separates. He enters the, the big bang theory. Number two. It separates <laughs> the soul from the body. Hold on here. This is, might be longer than an hour and a half, but separates the soul from the body. You know, since we don't really know what happens post-death well not even that like well we, yeah but we don't really know what happens when you travel through a black hole what if okay all right hear me out all right what if okay let me uh -huh. say the theory and then say how it would start potentially for the story okay so the theory being all right let's say you go through a black hole you're journey you're you're journeying from one place let's just say earth for the sake of Simplicity. And I'm going to flip flop it later. But you drain from Earth, travel to a black hole. I think in Interstellar, they made the black hole close to Jupiter or something. But whatever the black hole so happens to be, drains into the black hole. Right. Oh, hold on. Isn't a black hole, doesn't a black hole happen when a star dies? It just becomes a black hole, right? Or am I making I think there's up? multiple ways, but like in Interstellar, a star didn't die for a black hole to appear. And I know oh, that okay. they were a bit abiding by the rules of physics and so on, but it, we can be wrong. That's okay. We can be wrong for now and then fix it later. If we decide this is a good story, <laughs> but let's just say whatever this thing is, 
all right? We spaceship, we're trying to reach for civilization's sake or whatever, I don't know. Get to the black hole. There's a, as a being, physical being, get to the black hole and there's a separation of the being from the soul. Thus the soul is now free again to do whatever. And then it could land into something else, a different being on the other side that we might call from, you know, as earthlings, we might call an alien. And you take up the body of an alien. Now, I just gave you the very, like, this is kind of like how it would work in this circumstance. But you can also have it be like, okay, the story begins with this either aware or unaware soul. We can play around with that idea. But this soul from a civilization, a society, a whole, you know, whole different planet from galaxies away that did this event technically in reverse and got stuck in a human body. And maybe what they're trying to do is go through the cycles because their main objective is to get back home. It's a get back home story through the wormhole. And it's because the wormhole has this separation event and they don't want to be on earth. They don't want nothing to do with how we go about living our lives and they're trying to get back. There's a whole nother world that they know about that exists, mm. that exists in another galaxy. We don't know it exists. We so have another you know, human civilization. It doesn't even have to be human though. A soul doesn't have to be human. That's true. And that's so true, true. it could just be an alien. I mean, that's the best way I can describe it for our purposes. But like, I was thinking like alien a, soul. a Superman type people. Sure. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. That, yeah, I yeah. think that still works. Like, an alien superman's an alien yeah he's an alien no he so, is an alien an alien soul that gets put into a human vessel body whatever and try and get back home so it's, it's an et story with soul because he retains his memories he retain i guess it would make sense he does right so like yeah it's an et story which don't hate me anyone here i have never actually watched et fully through all the way through i've caught see, i kind of get i know what happens because i've caught bits and pieces but i've never actually sat down and watched it yep. then. but it's an et story but with souls space travel black holes interesting aliens well et's an alien but i meant et story like go home you know right right go home story that's what you're it's saying. a go home story that's literally what it is which you know that's tales all this time so go home story <laughs> yep okay aliens black hole so we're starting this from Soul. the alien person i think so and, and okay. there might be an opportunity i mean i don't know there's a lot to unpack here in just an hour and eight minutes left for this <laughs> task but there's a possibility of there's something to be said around maybe this being has forgotten itself and it comes fully aware again and there might be something in there but yeah, this can easily lead itself to comedy because we can make like a bunch of nuances that existed on their planet yeah. that don't exist on earth obviously and they're like i don't know they're going for a haircut maybe a haircut is like blasphemy in the, on their planet or something i'm just giving like random examples okay let's see so alien astronauts i'm gonna break it down to you again or for everyone so i was still you know i was just doing some googling and this yeah. is kind of a cool fact. Most black holes form when a large star dies in a supernova explosion. So let's say that mm. their, their ship was just traveling. Maybe their ship was just traveling home. And the yeah. star just happened to explode. And then... Well, stars don't just 
happen. But maybe, well, here's the thing. They probably, maybe they didn't see it because it is a black hole. Oh, so, so sucking them in. It already had away. happened, you know, sometime well before. And he accidentally traveled through the black hole or this one being traveled through the black hole. But like, okay, so that event happened, the death of the star, et cetera, supernova, all of that. Right. Had already happened. Probably already happened for many millions of years. Okay. Now, they were, you know, they're going somewhere. But they didn't know that this there's a black hole there. Like, this black hole. Like, we don't really know what, you know, we know that it's a devoid, if I'm not mistaken, it's devoid of any light. So it's just black. That's why it's black hole. So they can't see it. You can't see it. I don't think. They get doesn't the black hole like a gravitational pull? Isn't that what happened? I think it, yeah, color? I think there is on the edge because I remember them think, saying something about on the edge it starts to suck them in. Yeah, so they're just traveling by and they get caught up in yeah this black hole's gravitational field and it just pulls them in. Right, and then the story is roughly a being, and I'll just call it that for now, is sucked into a black hole beamed down onto earth trapped on earth into an earthly body and they're trying to return home okay is this one person that's a good a question i mean i guess it depends does, if it is a group yeah so the group also retain their memories and they're all on earth in different vessels trying to navigate and somehow find each other i don't know i mean it could either of those could work i mean it listen uh, at this point it could be a comedy it could be a drama it could be a drama with comedy mo or comedic moments. I think for the sake of like time. It could be a love story. What if he's traveling with his love interest? It could. It, <laughs> he could be trying to get back home to his love. You know, that's funny. I actually thought that too of something. So there could be a love story in here somewhere, either on earth or back home. There could be one. But I think for whatever reason, mm -hmm. what's coming to mind is what yep. if it's like two, two folks? Doesn't necessarily okay. have to be a love story. You know, and yeah, it doesn't have to be a love story. Okay, let's travel for a second there. Let me back up. Let's this let's unpack what a love story could look like here. So uh, you know, we don't just write it off. Cause like it could work. I'll just throw one out just to get the conversation going. The most obvious one to me would be this being because we're humans. I'm gonna call it an alien. This alien, right? This yeah. alien has white. What we would consider a wife and kids, what we would consider kids back on its planet in its own galaxy. Okay. And then while on earth in this things, they are tempted by a human, you know, they have a sexual attraction or just someone has an attraction towards a them. Human love interest. But there's a human love interest. Yep. That they have to contend with, even though they're actual. But, you know, we get into very interesting terms here because I'm describing a love interest in the only way I know how as a human. And God only knows what other ways there could be a love. So now you're just getting too otherworldly. But that's the thing. <laughs> we're dealing with an otherworldly being. So I'm saying that there's an opportunity in there. However, I don't think for, I think for an audience, it gets it could get very confusing if it's not in terms of what we understand. There's another question we have to answer now that I think about it, but uh, my version of a love story could, I was thinking of 
there's two people traveling and they're just, they're both lovers. They're both astronauts and just on the same mission and they both get sucked into the whole black hole. And now both their souls are on earth in different human bodies. And maybe it's a thing where they have to find each other. They end up finding each other or they both go home. I don't know. Or they make a home here on earth. Or they become humans. Yes. Technically they are. They're just a soul. <laughs> you know, this is borderline just so that way I can say it out loud. And cause it's in the back of my head, this is borderline what a human could say is going on with them or a person could say is going on with them. And we would deem them as a lunatic. <laughs> we would deem them as crazy. And then, but however, if this really could happen, you know, this, it's like, you know, they're over here screaming that, you know, they're not crazy. This happened, blah, blah. And then all the rest of us who've never experienced anything close to that and never heard of anyone experiencing something that looks at them and like, this person is out of their damn mind. It must so be. I'm just yeah. putting it out there that, you know, from a different perspective, these people sound crazy. Okay. So well, you know, there's also, you know, we're kind of tapping into what I call like mysteries of one, like yeah. uh, things like the easiest one is like, what would happen if you get to the end of a rainbow? What is there? You can't, right? It's <laughs> mm -hmm. impossible. Then there's, I think one of the ones we're getting close to is, you know how, like they say, like people have lived many lives before and they, sometimes they have like the dreams can reflect that sometimes, right? So that's what sometimes they say, like your dreams are just memories of an old older life that you've lived once before. Yeah. So we're kind of getting close to that. Obviously that, that could be a lot deeper and I don't know if we can accomplish that in our timeline. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Oh, okay. So the question that we have to answer is when they get a new vessel, when their soul gets input in a new body, a human body, are we going to see them live their life from child to adult or are they like, yeah, waking up as adults? That's the question. Because, okay, I got you. Well, a potential. So let's just say for a second here, they're childlike. And when we do write this outline, it's going to have to be not detailed, just by the way, because we're just a little under an hour at 58 minutes. But, uh, which is okay. I think we could, because this is so broad that we might have to come at it a little less specific. But let's just say that they are entered into the way that we know it today, which is as babe, as infants and so on, right? Okay, and then they get to a point where memories start to come back to them. And it might be memories of them as they're growing up. And then they realize as an adult or a teenager, whatever, a teenager, wait, I came here with someone else. I came here with my love. I came here with blah, blah, blah. I, and it becomes, I need to find them. That's not- That's actually great because we can incorporate the dream stuff in it. Like they have dreams of- Yeah. There's other planet and they're like, right. oh, that's a dream. Right. It's a real memory that they're just getting back, right? You're supposed to forget dreams usually, but somehow you're not forgetting it. And they just keep piecing together puzzles of this previous life that they had. Right. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, one day they remember. Off a tangent, sometimes I have nightmares about zombies that I do remember. <laughs> and I really hope that ain't real. They're saying. Right. And so, yeah, you know, you could, we can merge in the idea, babies to adults or adulthood, they mm -hmm. think that they are just having dreams this whole, you know, throughout that time to, you know, conscious memory to, you know, whatever. 
or consciousness as a child, whenever that comes online for someone. And then they think it's just dreams, but it's really them seeing their prior life on this other planet. And then, you know, one day, you know, it's like, it builds up to one day, like, wait a second, I came here with someone that I cared about deeply, I loved. Where are they? And then they try to look for them. For whatever reason. Or we could also tap in to another kind of mystery of wonder. You know how you meet someone sometimes and you're like, mm. I feel like I've known this person. I always said I wanted to write a story about that. You know how crazy <laughs> that is? Like, I always wanted to write a story about like that feeling that you've met, the, like, you know, this person. Yeah. It's like an unexplainable feeling that I don't know. Maybe we're going, maybe we're on something here, Dave. We're unpacking. Yeah, you know what's interesting? I always wanted to write a story like and I couldn't figure out how to crack into a story like that. Cause it's a trippy, it's a story with a lot of landmines around it in order to do right. it right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he meets. This actually might person. be, this actually might be a love story. Yeah. Maybe he meets the person he came into <laughs> black hole with and he's like, there's some weird feeling. Why do I feel like I know this person? I know her. And they meet again. I like that. I don't know. There could be a lot of detail in it, but we got to be broad because we got to get through it. Yeah, but I like this, like, digging in here because there's something in to be, there's something in here. This is, I mean, this actually may be a love story. And then we have all of this layering with the black holes and being sent to earth from an otherworldly, you know, some other galaxy or whatever. And it really is trying to answer and answer and explore the idea around like that feeling when you're like, I feel like I can't put my finger on it. I feel like right. I've known you for forever. Why? Exactly. Why does that feel that way? And then this story could answer that in the sense of like, oh, wait a second. And it might not be true for everyone. Right? It could be just them. Like we actually came from this other place. And then when we have these dreams, we see it, you know? Yeah. Like they have science, they have parallel dreams. Maybe they, yeah. it's something that they figure out once they start talking to each other. There's a realization moment for themselves. And then one with each, with, you know, each other. Yeah. Quite the 180 turn from stories we usually make when when there's people dying and <laughs> there's that action. Hey, don't play it you know what? Yeah, there could be deaths. In there. I'll figure could out be. I'll figure Still out. early. You never know. Whoa. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's just, let's crack into it and not worry about start. just yet. Because we, we start. don't have the time. Yeah. Uh, very, it's very interesting. Okay. But just so we, so, so our through line here is this is really a love story. So, you know, it's lovers trying to return home after being trapped on earth for X amount of years. They don't necessarily have to return home, but they kind of find each other. Well, I, they could try. They could <laughs> fail. Yeah, they could try. You know, they could fail. Listen, I'm not saying they're going to succeed. I'm just saying that they're trying. That's their goal. Well, I think that's their goal. And we could talk about if that's their goal or not, but I think that's their goal if we want. That's true. They could hijack a, a rocket ship. Like, uh, or we could get a little bit more indie with our thinking about this, where it's not so like, it's not so realistic in the sense of like, we need to go get hired by NASA and, and get a rocket. No, they could just go hijack a rocket ship. You know, hey, maybe meet some like some dude in, in the hills of California or something. I don't know. 
And then yeah, we like, could tap into a bunch of stuff now that I think about it. Because, like, you know, so have some people have natural talent for stuff. Sure. So they just naturally know how to drive a rocket ship. <laughs> I mean, well, hold on a sec. I know I laughed at you because that was ridiculous sounding. But wait a sec. <laughs> it may not be as ridiculous as you think because... I know, I'm just being facetious. No, no, hear me out. Because, because here's the thing. Maybe if they got here because they were already in a ship flying it, they already were, they had the capacity to fly a different version of different type of ship in their galaxy. Yep. And uh, instead of making it so alien separated, it could have just been an alternate reality where that version of Earth, that version of being, was already advanced enough to where you could have more personalized jump ships. Okay. It doesn't really uh-huh. explain how they can fly our current older model ship, but, but they yeah. have the know-how on how to figure it out, I guess. I'm surprised this idea didn't sound ridiculous to the point of like, why are we doing this? But I think there's something that could be in there. It's all starting to make sense. There's something sort that of. could be in there. And whoever gave us our first like on AMP, thank you. Appreciate yeah, you. It's all that. <laughs> all right, let's just get started. That's all right. That's this is going to be interesting. All right. I mean, we'll keep it broad. We have about 50 minutes. That's some good time to like get something in. Get a message from Mission Command. Hold on. Do we start with the and do we start with we could, it doesn't matter. It's going to be rearranged later, but do we start with the initial trip that doomed them to this version of Earth or reality or this what whatever? Yeah, I think so. I think that's I think the context. We- because it'll be hard to understand the story maybe without it. Yeah, I think hard. that context is needed. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're starting in space in a different galaxy. Okay. Yeah. They, they got, you know, some message from Mission Command. Apollo 14, are you in trajectory of, Yo, of what's your way the, home? What's the Star Wars, that Star Wars monologue in the, you know, the galaxy far away? Far away, yeah. Same exact way for this story. Don't do it, George Lucas. We're just joking. Oh, George. No, it's not George you have to worry about. It's Disney. Oh, Disney. Don't do us, Disney. They're probably um, already going to since we just brought them up about doing us. In space, in another galaxy, we see... So we should probably base these beings, or we're going to call them... Well, do they look like a version of humans that we recognize? Yeah, like okay. another so humanoid. What we'll say is this is just an alternate... You know, there's multiple realities, and then this is just an alternate reality. So we'll just okay. we'll just say it's like that just to make it simple so we don't have to worry okay. too much about... Do these things look like alien monsters or just human monsters? Okay, so they're humans in an alternate timeline. Yeah. Alternate reality. Okay. Yeah, okay. In another alternate reality. I'm going to be very vague. We see our protagonists. Our couple protagonists. They're in the spaceship, maybe jamming out to some music. The ship is on autopilot, heading towards home or space station. Yeah, why not? They're headed towards, they're headed towards home. They're talking about an autopilot. Yeah, I like that. This is their mission home. So let's make it more like even monumental for them. So they've been in space for like the last 15 years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could be. Who knows what, you know, in another they've been, version. They've been of- in space for a while. Now they're going back home. Yeah, they have to figure out the conversions, but that's fine. You see a couple protagonists in a space ship listening to his music head towards home. talking uh, about home. stuff that they miss from home that um, they can't wait to do their home is another planet in galaxy i'm gonna say just galaxy x i'm not going to really get into their discussions just for the sake of keeping it brief but they're headed home that's what's going on 
then they get sucked. Your beeper, beeping sound. Alarms are going off. That's not uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe a piece of their spaceship or their engine got peeled off or something because of the strong force of the black hole. Yeah, gravitational pull of the black hole. So whatever happens there, they get sucked into a black hole. I won't. I don't think. Yeah, we can discuss like another time. We don't need the details. A panel gets ripped off or whatever. They hear a beeping sound. They get sucked into a black hole. Life as they know it ends. Really, and it gets get, split, split into atoms. Uh, that's, that's what awaits us all, right? So everything turns black, and then you know, at this point, we will start on a regular Earth day. You know, they gain consciousness, whatever. We can fast forward through their childhood. Well, yeah, we'll go through there, but we, you know, re-enter the story through the eyes of children. All right? Yeah, I'll just leave it there. Like what they do, and we'll see that kind of play. So they get born same year, right? Same year we're saying. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, their birth. You know, monumental milestone. You know, I'll just put their milestones. We see. What, and what year is this, Dave? In the present. As we know it, at least. 2023, okay. The present as we know it. Okay, so then they do all this crap, right? All right, they have the birth, the milestones. We see all that. We need to, as, you know, during this time, they're having these dreams, and we need to establish that parallel. Maybe one of them draws pictures. I don't know. Sometimes kids do that, right? Of their dreams. <laughs> some, yes, yes, yes. Some kids do draw pictures. <laughs> I didn't do that, but I assume some you, kids do. I'm that. sure you drew at least one picture in your childhood of my dream problem you had a picture somewhere on that refrigerator probably maybe like the dude you know he's drawing pictures of you know his planet space domes flying cars i don't know just drawing stuff with his imagination yeah i mean we could say you know dreams of their prior life though it doesn't make sense yet right you know they think it's just random yeah, they know dreams as we know it. Just random dreams, you know? Random scenes of stuff happening. Yeah. I feel like both of them are both of them are having that experience. Yeah. Right. They're gonna end up talking to each other about it. Right. Okay. So I'm keeping the is they as kids they would have dreams and prior prior life and things will make really sense, blah blah. Okay. Fast forward one day. Now, how are we going to get them to meet? Because originally I had the idea that they met in a psych ward because people obviously thought they were crazy or something. But since we kind of toned it down and it's just like dreams and drawings and stuff. We can just be regular people just passing by. We need that. We need to give them names though. That's what we forgot to do. <laughs> we didn't forget. I told you I was skipping over that. You know, I was just going to call them the protagonists like like Christopher Nolan did for his, know, his let's, film. Let's, that let's just generate some film. random names real quick, real quick. I don't spend so much time on it. We'll go off the first set of names that pops up. Let's start with the dude first. All right. So we have Cameron, David, Luis, Philip, Colton, Conrad, Rocco, Beckham, Isaac, Jet, Sean, and Jaden. Do any of those speak to you? We'll just call him Sean. All right, Sean. For the sake of having something to work with. Okay. The female, we've got Janiah, Gretchen, Valeria, Kendall, Layla, Ellie, Luna, Angeline, Sarah, Savannah, Ania, Aaliyah. You know, I know, I know of it. We could call her Valeria. And that sounds kind of intergalactic. You really know someone named Valeria? I sure do. That's not in Game of Thrones. 
I don't even know if there's someone in Game of Thrones named Valeria. It sounds like a Game of Thrones name, <laughs> I'm saying. Yes, I do. She went to my high school. Oh, all right. She's married with, I think, about two kids living in Florida now. All right, Sean and Valeria. Sean and Valeria. You know, you're not the first person to ask me that. I was always surprised that people, there's a person named Valeria that you know. Like, Not that these conversations happen often or ever, really, but it's happened, the few times it's happened in my life, and I was like, yeah, they're like, oh, how do you know Valeria? I'm like, it's a name? I don't know. Is Valeria that unique? I guess it is. I've never met anyone named Valeria. I've met people named Valerie and Valeria. Yeah, I know Valerie. And to me, it's like they're almost the same. You know, they're obviously different names, but like they're very close in the name. Valeria is probably old English version of Valerie. Man. Okay. <laughs> so one day, what do we call this guy? Sean? Sean. Sean and Valeria meet at how old should we put them college age people 18 to 22 21 let's say just graduating college entering the workforce so you meet on the job yeah on their first job first job but you know they find out that they did go to the same college but it could be like something where it's so big where they didn't even know right person was there etc right right so and hey they find out throughout the course of time that they've like been in each other's circle, so to speak, like living in the same city, let's say, and maybe even the same neighborhood, but they just never met each other because it's a large city, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's happened. I met someone in pharmacy school from Stanford. I had no idea who she was. That's happened. So one day, so. Sean and Valeria meet on their first job. They get along instantly. So what kind of, where are they working? Are they working at like a NASA type should we put them there? We can make, they can be like interns. Entry level people at NASA, engineers. Yeah, like serious ent- entry level roles at NASA? Yeah, well, and aeronautics engineers, is that what they call them? I don't know, maybe I just made that up. Sounds about right. Okay. Entry level, we'll just call them engineers. Entry level engineers at NASA or whatever. We decide to name the space station if we return to the story another day. Entry level engineers. At NASA. Is they get along instantly, right? Then they have that feeling, right? Right. You know, it's more than just get along instantly. You know, they have that, that feeling that's so hard to describe, even though we described it. Then they learn that each of them grew, or each of them, then they learn that both of them grew up in the same city same city and neighborhood went to the same college and to the same college a lot of coincidences but and now they're working at the same place right okay one day a lot of one days here in order to move this story along in 35 minutes while discussing a dream related stuff should it be work or a dream or it could be work related and it turns into like them bringing up a dream (laughs) yeah Transitions into a dream. Uh, work-related stuff. Maybe they're working on a project together. Yes. Yeah. It reminds, what's his name, Sean, of a dream he had. When he was younger. He shares it with Valeria. And she is astonished because... She has a similar dream. She had... The same dream. When she was a child. Very coincidental. Because Valeria shared the same dream. She had the same dream when she was a child. Yeah. All right. So. Now they don't make the connection yet. 
They just think it's very strange. Very strange. Sure, they think it's strange, but... If they, they make the connection where they talk home. about a common thing that's from their home planet. Well, that I they thought both the dream would be that. Oh, like a common... You want them to mention like a common... I don't know. Let's just call it like a restaurant on their home planet. It doesn't have to be a restaurant, but like a common thing that... Or like they, you know, the dream... The part of the dream is like they sat and had food at this one place that they swore was real... And maybe they even try looking for it and it doesn't exist, but it felt very real. You know, it's one of those types of deals. I think the connector, the what the what the hell moment is that they both remember the name of that place. They're like, wait, you had a dream about And it's like their favorite place they used to get food and whatever from, like a diner. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Galactical Cosmo Diner. Cosmos. Call it Cosmos at the same diner. Cosmos sounds like a drink. Probably is. Yeah, Cosmopolitan. I mean, Cosmo, yeah. I was gonna say it sounds like a good space-related diner. Well, my argument would be it doesn't have to be so space. Yeah, it really doesn't have to be. It's just yeah, it's going off the theme of this story. All right, Cosmos. They're both bewildered. Now, how would you react in such a situation, Dave? I mean, you probably wouldn't even know what to say, you know, in the real life, at least. But this is a story, so they have to come up with something, maybe. But whatever it does, it brings them closer together. Yeah, maybe they start sharing some other stuff right. from their planet. You know, later on, they share other stories, or not stories, other dreams from their planet. Which is Earth in an alternate reality. Now, right? playing the planet, my oh. gangs. I don't know what my computer is trying to do. What was that? What can but I can't get it to shut off. I'm not sure. I think your computer got possessed by one of these souls from an alternate reality. All right, so they continue. Share dreams. And they see... That was my, my Siri trying to... See, Siri doesn't like that we're talking about this kind of thing. They're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Later on, they share other dreams they had. And there's a lot of similarities here we go then one more like private dream in a sense is shared of a child what oh yeah that's what i was gonna ask um that could be like oh my god i think we have like i don't know crazy but like we might have kids that's what i was gonna say like does it continue to escalate from there like first it's like they found out they had a dream about the same place they ate at but then they start sharing more details where they're eating with somebody yeah, I and think it does like, escalate. It, es it can escalate while being in the same dream at this restaurant or whatever. But I think it escalates. Something I have is like, do they remember their names from alternate reality? I don't know. Maybe because then that would be the thing. It would be like, who are you eating with in your dream? Just curious. And they're like their alien name, yeah. whatever that might be, Valerie and sean with an sh instead of an se because then that would be okay well let's put it down they share they share well okay i'll just pick valeria valeria asks what was the name of the person you were with obviously you know sean shares the name and they realize they were eating with one another with each other valeria valeria says one more thing I kept having a dream where I had a child. And they're like, was his name Dave? What? Sean, Sean's face turns white. 
And he faints. Like a ghost realization that they are connected and possibly have a child. It's, whew, this is going to be a down and dirty story. I can tell you right now, <clears throat> about 27 minutes to go. I think we're, we're good on time, sort of. Okay. Yeah, we're going to have to jump a bit, maybe. Yeah. But, it, you know, so now we have this realization moment. Okay. Now we have to get to their goal together. Right. So then the goal, you know, technically As we discussed, should have um, gone before, but like, whatever. That's why this is an outline. It can be edited. So now the goal is to, so I'll put it like this. Goal is to verify, verify, like, I feel like they have to verify it. Or, or are we going to say that those dreams are enough for them to feel verified? Or maybe they try to go verify it and someone at NASA note like is like, yeah, we spotted this galaxy ball ball. Like maybe they knew where they were from. If they were able to commit space travel, they probably have more information about what galaxy and what planet they, they hailed from. And maybe NASA has like a secret of like, they're picking up some kind of radio waves from them, but it's so far away. They don't have the technology to really distinguish what it is noise, but it's not normal. You know, if they wouldn't, people at NASA wouldn't know what the name is. I mean, they can name it whatever they want. I guess, yeah, it could be a different name altogether because it's like, just because we name something doesn't mean that another alien force would have the same name for it, right? But like, they could say like where they, where it is because like they can still locate it. Maybe there's like a common space message. Well, no, you can still locate where something is. Like they, they know where certain galaxies are. Okay, so. But like, you know, and since they worked there, they would have to work out, like, this is in the location, blah, 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 and somehow ver use that to verify that there's something. Well, they, catch, you know, they catch wind that yeah. there's signals coming from a specific location, and it matches what they remember. Right. In the, well, in the Milky Way, on the other side of this other planet. I don't know. Yeah, let me just make it simple. It, their goal now is to verify the, their planet, or galaxy, etc. The catch when there's radio waves coming from the Milky Way. I'll make it even more general than that. Another galaxy, and they, you know, come to realize it's their home. So now, that's the first goal. Second goal, yeah, is which will take us through most of this story is to return or to attempt. We'll make it action-wise to return home. Now they have to hijack a rocket or sneak onto a rocket, maybe. Right. Either hijack or sneak onto one or, I mean, but this is all very much so. This makes the assumption that they could use one of our rockets to get there. What are you trying to say? Our technology can't do the trick. Or maybe, I don't know. So they I'll bring it up as a question. Are you trying to say that they attempt but fail and have a tragic ending in space? Or since we kind of gotten away from this whole soul thing, in a sense, but maybe they find that they need to separate their soul from their human body in order to make that travel. Or if they do travel, if they die and they will die, their bodies will die. Somehow their souls are contained. And as long as they point the rocket in the right direction, it's very... Doesn't really work, but there might be an opportunity with the soul to get them home somehow. Or they could maybe take their roll the dice on entering another black hole. 
Maybe, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, they have to get to them. So either we say there's a black hole that emerges closer to Earth than from what we know, or they travel towards a black hole, you know, we skip, you know, they die or whatever. Like, I'm just working at the logic in it to a certain degree. They die, their bodies die, their souls continue on into the black soul, the black soul, the black hole. And, but it also doesn't help them like predict where they're going to land. But, you know, that's another glaring, right? glaring issue where it's like, how do you know, how do you know you just won't end up in some, another alternate, think, you know? Think for the sake of time, we should go along the lines of, I should probably sneak onto a rocket ship <laughs> that's headed towards the, uh, we'll say the, the black hole. Galaxy. We'll say the black hole is off of emerged from, you know, close to Mars or something. Yeah, and they sneak on. So second goal is to return home. The couple devises a plan to steal a rocket ship. No, but he, no, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Right. To steal a rocket ship. So it's like there was already a planned launch, and they, you know, they're about to get ready to, you know, they're going through the procedure. Everyone's about to launch. The astronauts are supposed to be going. They lock the astronauts out, and they blast themselves off into space. How, the only problem with that logic is I'm pretty sure that astronauts in the thing don't actually blast themselves off. It's the people in the control center that that handle all the controls to right, hear me out. launch them. Hear me out. So Elon Musk is making a delivery up to one of the space stations up there. They confront and Elon. They say, Elon, no, no, no. we'll be blasted no, the, off into the, space. The, the two people are going on that rocket that is making the delivery. They knock them out, steal their uniform. <laughs> well... Hey, they could be saying, they could be, you know, you know, they worked their way up to becoming an astronaut and it could be. Okay. That would make more sense. Wait, what would actually make more sense because of what's currently going on is, you know, they've been working on and they've successfully to a certain extent already proved that they could do commercial trips to space. That's what Elon and I think it was Jeff Bezos, even the guy from Richard Branson. Virgin, yep. I think all three of them have done their rocket, or maybe not Rich. I don't know if you did his. I think all three of them already done theirs. But like, maybe it's supposed to be a commercial flight, a tester or whatever. I don't know. But a commercial flight, because that's currently, it's not out of the realm of possibility now. And, uh, and since they were born in 2023, they take it and steal it. All right. They hijack. So a couple of devices of planets is still a rocket ship. So you laughed at that and it still works. <laughs> hijack a commercial shuttle into space. Commercial space shuttle. Hijack a commercial space shuttle. That is used for tours, for, civ- for civilian tours. So, Kevin, you understand what a commercial space shuttle is. Kevin, <laughs> three billionaires have done it now. You don't got to over explain it. We, everyone knows now. You're over here trying to make it believable. I'm here like, bro, it already happened. Elon launched a car into space, okay? So, in an astronaut, for all I know, there might be a person in there. Might be mm. definitely Bones. The Trump <laughs> devised the plan. They hit themselves in the trunk of that Tesla. No, they hit themselves the trunk. They wanted less space. <laughs> the couple <laughs> devised the plan to hijack commercial space shuttle of 60 minutes. All right. So, they, you know, whatever, the, they follow through on their plan, you know, and that's the whole sequence. And so they're in space. Launch into space. Maybe they're trying to drive in the direction of that galaxy or where the signals a direction steering towards the direction of that galaxy based on the coordinates that they know. Well, towards the black hole. Oh, so they're purposely going to a black hole. 
They need to enter it in order to get back home. Okay, because I was imagining they were. They know where the signal from Earth all the way to a different galaxy. You know what I mean? How many light years? I mean, maybe maybe they got the speed of light, the hyper button from Star Wars. I don't know that hyper travel button. The closest, the closest, the closest galaxy, which is only twenty five thousand light years away, so it would take twenty five thousand years to get there by the speed of light. Well, if they had that button, that that technology from Star Wars, it'll take seconds. The hyper jump, the name is escaping me right now. All right, so. They're steering themselves to a black hole. I just Googled like the conversion for speed of light to, to like today's, this thing got very nerdy on me in seconds. Well, well, we won't have to worry about that. So So they're steering themselves to a black hole. They enter it, their space, the shuttle's getting shred apart by the gravitational. It could, we don't know what happens inside the black hole, but that's what let's say say it does for more (laughs) dramatic sake. The shuttle they're still holding hands. We'll do the same thing that they did in Interstellar. The shuttle rips apart and now they're holding hands. They are holding hands, flying through the blackness, going through. Here's the thing. When you get to the other side, they're still in the space ethos. So it's like, now what? In Interstellar, a thing something came and picked them up or something like this. I don't even know. So like you enter it, the shuttle rips apart, let's say. They're holding hands are flying through the blackness. They can get picked up by Or do they just land into like okay, here's another trippy thing, right? Oh, so you're asking if they get picked up in their human form or their soul gets transferred into the vessel, right? Does it get transferred into a infant on their world or does it get re transferred into and they have to re-meet each other? Because then, like, the essence of trying to go back home for your own children, blah, 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 it's like, it doesn't matter because you're an infant. Your children don't know you as their parents, They, if they, even if they were to meet you. So, like, you get into another right. question because they, we, technically, they might not be able to re-enter their own bodies because we had to go through the black hole already, so it might be destroyed. So, like, when they re-enter, do they re-enter into another, like, an infant on their world? Which, in that case, like, yeah, if they had children, or children, if they had children, you know, they, you know, it might end with 12 minutes ago. It might end with them as, there's a couple of different ways I can see it. One is their children have children, trippy, or, and they are, they are put into that children. That's a little weird, though, because they're lovers. Or they re-enter there are two different beings, and technically the story has just been cycling itself, let's just say. And they re-meet each other, re-meet, and maybe, depending on the time, it may not make sense, but I'll just say it. You know, then they meet their children, come across them, and they're like, I feel like I've known you, blah, blah, blah. And so it has another layer of, like, now the children are like, I feel like I've known you for forever, blah, blah, blah. But they don't know that. You know, maybe they find out that they're once their child or whatever. Or, you know, they do the same thing as Interstellar. They just get put back into their timeline and their children all grown up. And their children only has memories of their parents getting lost in space. Yeah, maybe. Do we want to do something with their being, with their body? Like after it originally entered the black hole from the start, beginning of the story? Mm-hmm. By the way, technically, if we play this right... I mean, I'm not sure if we have the time to play it right, but technically this could be an endless loop story. I'm that's not, what it, I'm not sure if that's of, the most rewarding thing, but like, it's an interesting thing at the very least. It's interesting. 
Let's go with the most interesting one. Yeah, why not? All right. So they fly through the blackness. Every explosions are happening everywhere. Remains black. Then they are, for the sake of just being simple, plain language, they are reborn and grow up, have the same dreams. Do they have the same dreams from Earth? Well, if it's a loop, and... if it's a loop, yeah. Because okay. someone has to propel them. That was their propellant, eventually. The same dream. Well, we could say the same dreams, yeah, from Earth. I mean, which is the same dreams from the thing every time. The planet, it doesn't matter, really. Technically, it's, you can argue they're going to the same planet. I mean, sorry, guys. We did not make to make something so theoretical in, in, in the story. But the, Let's just end it with them meeting each other. Yeah, they had the same the very dreams. first time. They, you know, they meet each other. And then one of them's like, I don't know why. And yeah. I just feel like I've known you for a long time. <laughs> they feel like they've known each other for a long time. You know, maybe Sean meets, maybe. sees Valeria at a coffee shop and decides to spit some game. He's like, let me get that matcha tea latte for you, miss. He's like, this might sound weird. But I feel like I've known you for a long time. I'm not trying to use the corny pickup yeah, line either. You know, maybe they meet each other at the... Cosmos. At Cosmos. She's eating alone. And he's like, forgive me if this sounds weird, but I feel like we've met before. This and I'm not story? trying to use the a pickup oh, line. The, are we stamping the story shut and done? Yep, that's how it ends. Stamps down with eight minutes left to go. I think for everyone... I've... For this time, I think I've written the least amount, but... I think it is probably our shortest timeline. Yeah. The shortest outline, because there's a lack of detail. Right. Which it, we, we could easily improvise when we go over the story. Yeah, we can. I think just go, the, the overall idea is just so... I think it is the most... Complex. Wild, but well put together oh, idea. Oh, that far. <laughs> go that. Not yet. <laughs> have to see what this sounds like. <laughs> Wild, I'll agree with. It could be turned into something, but it would need some real good mental exercise to massage this one into something where it still obeys certain rules of physics. Mm. I'm sure we'll take some creative liberties, but and there's a looping element here that could be very cool, but I don't know if we landed it. No, but, you know it's fine. But we did make a loop. That is, a it's, it's a loop. It's a loop. <laughs> it's a loop. It's what interesting. Yeah, there's definitely parts where we could have filled in when they before they hijacked the shuttle. Yeah, up to that, just come, <clears throat> some, come up with something on the spot. What's funny? Wait, wait, we is... still have eight minutes. Did we use our words? Oh, that's right. All right, that's true. All right, so we atmosphere. That's easy. So I'll knock off because that was about a minute or so. So eight minutes is when I stopped it. So I'll start us off at six minutes, 30, 30 seconds, just so we can get a chance to put these things in. All right. So I think when they're, when we're fast forwarding him through life in the beginning and have a scene of him getting a haircut, maybe he had like yeah. long hair, yeah. he gets buzz or I don't know, something like that. Milestones. We, we see a, you know, a haircut, various. You know, life events type deal. Yeah. I'll... Smoke. So, all right. Smoke is obvious to me, you know, when they blast off to go back home. Also when their spaceship is getting yeah. shredded, you know, smoke beeping sounds everywhere, you know, destruction basically. Yeah. Even in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, when they first 
meet the black hole. Smoke. Oh, I'll come back to pocket in a second. Atmosphere. I just want. I can. You know, I can go in easily. So like when they first blast off. Fish. You know, in the end, Valeria sitting there having a nice fish and chips dish at Cosmos. You know, they pass the atmosphere as they blast off. You said what was fish? In the end, you know, Valeria's having a plate of fish and chips. <laughs> yeah, okay, she's having like not the best way to incorporate fish, but you know, hey, it makes sense. Is having steamed fish. I feel like pocket, or we could do the Swedish fish. Maybe that's something that they both enjoy, and that's one way they bond with each other when they first meet at Nassau. She's like Swedish fish. He's like, oh, I love those. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put they bond over some Swedish fish. fish. Yeah, you know, when they're at Nassau, why not NASA? NASA. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I can't find NASA. NASA. Uh, Swedish fish. Pocket. I feel like pocket could be very, could be like a very significant thing in the story, which we don't have enough time to probably figure out, but like holding something, like carrying something in, in his pocket when they get, when they shoot, when they hijack the commercial shuttle and shoot off into space. He has a picture of them that they, a selfie of them that they took. Something like that. They follow through on their plans. Launching into space. Sean has a selfie picture in his. They passed through the atmosphere, etc., yeah. etc. I think we did it. Those are all. All right, now still with two minutes left, so I don't feel that bad. That was. I think that was definitely the fastest we ever finished with a out of a very out of world idea. Oh yeah, literally. Also, probably our most roughest outline, but that's okay. All right. It's definitely, it's an, this is, I think is one of the most complex stories that we've ever created. Cause there's a lot of like theoretical things going on with this story. We touch on a lot of things that yeah. are unanswered, like right now, like dream origin of dreams, the, that feeling, that funny feeling of you knowing someone or having met them before, even though you've definitely never met them before. Right. Or you don't know that, Kevin. Or you, you don't know yeah, that. You don't know that. But, uh, uh, and also, we could even go even bigger on the idea of like a soulmate type of thing. You could go bigger on the soulmate. You could go bigger on, really, there's a lot to do here with the physics and space and how that kind of works. Like, you know, this idea of going through a black hole, being stripped of your body, having it go into a soul. Like, that in itself could be something that really needs to be like figured out in a convincing way so that way when they return it still makes sense to say right i think we did come up with a decent story that explains why you have that feeling of you meeting someone i think so though because i've always thought about that story too and i just didn't know how to put it like, right right how to structure it and all we needed was five random words in 90 minutes to put it together who would have thought <laughs> yeah all right Oh, I think we just go on to the recap of the timer didn't pop off yet. Well, the timer, yeah, I stopped the timer. We're good. All right. Well, just to recap for everyone, the five words we were given were haircut, smoke, pocket, fish, and atmosphere. It was our jobs to incorporate these words as actual words or themes within the story. And we only had 90 minutes to do it. And, uh, if you're coming in late, if you're tuning in late, you'll be pleasantly surprised on what we came up with, probably. <laughs> How do you want to divide this, Dave? Do you want me to do the middle part up to... We'll just split it. I'll, I, have... I can 
when they become when they meet each other at NASA up to so wait a second uh, give me a second so I can find it okay so like the date so like when they meet for the first time yeah okay up to up to when they go to the black hole and then you can for the second time yeah right you, you can uh, end it they go through the other yeah black hole okay and then uh you can end it how they the loop and the loop sure re restart the loop sure, sure, sure. <laughs> i end the loop all right so i'll do the beginning and the end yeah okay all right everyone buckle up for a ride through space i wish Let's i go. wish i had neil deGrasse tyson's voice right now for this kind of space journey we're about to take i would explain it in ways that i wish he was on this podcast because he would definitely help explain this have, well, we might not have to get them on. Or have it make sense. Somehow. All right. In the galaxy far away. No, I'm just kidding. We see our couple protagonists, Sean and Valeria, in a spaceship listening to music, bobbing their heads, going through normal life for them, headed towards home after a long journey, which they embarked on about a month ago. As they're traveling through the stars or space, they have their spacecraft on autopilot. All of a sudden, their spacecraft starts to make beeping sounds and noises, alerting them to a threat. Quickly, they get to the front to regain control of the ship and they look out through the, through the glass window. But yet, they see nothing. And this must be some kind of issue, some kind of fluke. Maybe there's something's wrong with the system. Sean looks at the system, looks at the buttons going off and says, no, something's happening. Maybe it's from behind us. At that moment, that their ship starts to wane towards the left, they try to regain control, fly it back to the right, and continue their path home. But for whatever reason, they can't gain control of this ship. So at that moment, the front of the ship is turned towards where they're being sucked towards or sucked to, and all they see is a warping blackness in the space. Valeria realizes what's what this is, shouts to Sean, it's a black hole. Where did it come from? As they fall into panic and shock, we see their ship get pulled and stretched into this black hole. It starts to rip apart. The panels on the ship start to rip apart and the whole thing breaks apart as it enters into the black hole, into the blackness. We assume life as they know it has come to an end. We come back from that blackness into two children being born on the same day in the same hospital. We see these children, Valeria and Sean, as we'll come to know them, go through their milestones, birthdays, haircuts, learning to ride a bike, going to school for the first time, graduating from various levels of schooling till we get to the present. Then as kids, each of them would have dreams, dreams that don't make any sense, but very vivid dreams of another life similar to their own, but feel so far away. It never made any sense to either one of them as they grew up, but it was there. Valeria and Sean both ended up at NASA for work. And I'll let Kevin describe how their first day went. So they're both in a program for entry level engineers at NASA. So they're going through all these, they're taking tours, going through all these team building exercises and Sean notices Valeria and he gets an attraction towards her. He's like, wow, I have to get to know that girl. He doesn't think anything of it, but there's also a feeling which he can't put his finger on quite yet. 
Luckily for Sean, he gets partnered with Valeria on the project together. He gets to know Valeria, and this feeling, the strange feeling, becomes even stronger. It's almost like he's met her before, but that's impossible because he has no idea who she is. He's just meeting her for the first time. As Sean and Valeria start to share details with each other, there are a lot of coincidences. They were born in the same city, have the same birthday, went to the same college, even though they've never met, and now they're working at the same place. It's almost like they were destined to meet or something. So as they're discussing the project together one late night, the, the idea of black holes comes up between Valeria and Sean. They start talking about, you ever wonder what it would be like to go through a black hole? I wonder what would happen. Maybe you get spit out in a another universe, another planet. Can you imagine that, Sean? And Sean's like, yeah, you know what? I used to have these strange dreams when I was little of me. It was like I was living on a different planet, like very similar to Earth, but there were flying cars and things were just more technologically advanced. And it was very surreal. It's like I was lucid dreaming and like living this life. And Valeria's like, well, that's weird. I kind of had the same dreams of real similar things. And they're like, ah, maybe we were meant to be together, just jokingly. And, you know, once they figure this stuff out, John's like, they decide to just, you know, be friendly, take pictures together, just mess around because they're just working on the same project together. As they continue working on the same project, they continue having these dreams. And Sean starts to share more. You know, he's like, you know, Valeria, if we were eating, at, if we were in the same world, you would be eating at this particular diner spot where they serve some of the best food. And it's, you know, right off this highway near this billboard, this gigantic billboard where there's a robot lady moving around and it's kind of 3D and augmented reality. And Valeria is like, that's weird because I've had something similar. And then Valeria is like, are there, is there a star? When you look at the ceiling of this diner, is, are there just stars there? And Sean's like, yeah, there is. And Sean says, you know what? You, I couldn't have been you because I was always eating with someone. And she looks like exactly, she looks nothing like you. And Valeria is like, that's funny. Cause I was eating with a boy, probably my future husband. And he looks exactly nothing like you either. And Sean's like, just curious, what was his name? This person you were eating with. And Valeria says a name that we had no time to figure out what was, but the alien name of Sean. And Sean's like, huh, that's an interesting name. And Valeria's like, did your girl have a name too? And Sean says, the alien name of Valeria. And they both came to realize it's the same person that they were eating with. And now they're freaked out. Sean's face goes white. Looks like he's about to pass out. And Valeria goes on to ask, you know, this is something, this is going to sound crazy, but I had a baby in my dreams. And Sean's eyes just pop out of his head. And Sean's like, was his name Dave? And Valeria says, oh my God, yes. So now somehow Valeria and Sean are connected. They have no idea how. And their theory is that they were, they know each other on an alternate reality. Now their mission is to get home. And as days goes by, NASA starts receiving strange signals from a galaxy far away, not really sure where. And it's from a specific area where Sean and Valeria know 
from their dream that their home planet is located. So they concoct a plan to return home and just go on this crazy mission. As crazy as it sounds, they just want to go home and just see what happens. So one night, they hijack a commercial space shuttle and they launch it into space, just the two of them. And they're, they believe that the only way to live their old life again is to go through the black hole, roll the dice and somehow get put into the alternate reality where they came from. And they know from classified NASA notes that they got into illegally, that there's a black hole somewhere around Mars. So they head towards that direction and they spot it. So they start driving towards it, hoping nothing, it'll go smoothly. They just enter and just come out the other side, like how it is in the movies. That's not the case. The bus goes careening, starts spinning around in this gravitational pull. Seats, windows starts getting ripped apart from the bus. Valer Valeria and Sean are holding on to each other for dear life and they get ripped out of the commercial shuttle as well. We see a picture of Sean and Valeria that was in Sean's pocket float out and just disintegrate within this black hole. They're holding on to each other and then they get sucked into the midst of the black hole. They see flashes everywhere. Things are bent like the one of those wacky mirror rooms in a circus. They have no idea what's going on. And then everything just goes white. Now, Dave, what happens? As the image comes back to color, we see two babies being born on the same day in the same hospital. These babies continue to grow up, and we see that they have the same similar parallel dream as Sean and Valeria did that we witnessed earlier on in the story. They grow up into young adults, and one day they decide to go into a place to eat called Cosmos. Neither one knows why they needed to go here. They, no one told them to go there. And strangely enough, they both went alone, but something was telling them to show up at a place called Cosmos. They both sit at the diner top, the countertop, excuse me, and begin a small conversation amongst each other. They slowly start to feel that feeling, that indescribable feeling that somehow, somewhere they've met each other long ago. And that they've known each other for many years. They just can't put their finger on where or why or how. And they get more and more into their conversation. They begin to share their stories, their dreams. They start to see the overlappingness of their dreams. And we cut to black. Yeah. What a... You know what? That worked way better than I thought it was after we went through the whole thing. It did work. It worked better than I gave it credit for on the first kind of think brain dump and being like, does this thing work? Does this thing make sense? It actually does. It's just lacking a whole load of details, but that's whole okay. Load of details and some of the, uh, there's still some good questions around like how to make it more realistic in a sense. I mean, it's not realistic, but like you can still make it some parts more based in reality. Right. Um, right. And so that would take more time than we have in a day or a week to do some research for that one. Come to understand black as much as possible. Yes. Do some study, some physics, well, yeah. see what actually happens. <laughs> That's our story. I think we did. I think we did a really great job with this story. It's such an interesting story and a departure from what we normally write. 
Yeah, I think it was well put together based on just our experience of never writing something like this before and also the wackiness of the idea. Yeah, that is also in general. It's also very theoretical as a film because, you know, well, science, especially physics, right? So layered with knowledge that we know we don't necessarily have, but we know it exists. So it's like, all right, we have to, let's navigate a story embedding things that we're not experts in and see where it takes us. I mean, that was a fun, that was a fun story to, to write. That was fun. No, that was fun. And now we're going to see what this artificial intelligence comes up with. Oh and, man. And you know what? I, I don't think, think it has a chance. I don't know, but here's the thing that artificial <laughs> intelligence is going to use its knowledge of physics because it, it it's going to, you know, use what's on the internet and then it might have a more put together story that True. makes sense for physics. I don't know. I'm actually True. very curious to see what it does. Let's does, see what does it does. Does it try to apply it in a very literal, real sense, or does it allow itself room? Probably. To, or does it allow itself to have like fictional moments that don't hold to actual, the actual science of it? I'm curious. Right. Let's see. Create a story. Oops. Using the words haircut. Smoke, pocket, fish, atmosphere, theme, or word in the story. Incorporates space travel. Yeah, you gonna put this one together. Black hole, alternate realities. And something to do with this, like, love uh, yeah. connection. In the story. And have the two main characters be love interests. I'm not going to tell it how they find each other. Cause I mean, let it come up with its own story. Yeah, it can come up with. But, yeah, because that's what we pretty much, that's what our thing was boiled down to. And then we came up with that, all that other stuff. Exactly. All right. Let's see uh, if we stump this thing. Oh. They call them two explorers. Oh, Kevin. That's a good, that's a good word. Kevin. My, my and Alex, the fish told, whoa, battle a rogue AI system. What is this story? First of all. We gotta see the title. Alternate reality love story. Could have done a lot better. Let's see what chat GPT has to say. Alright, let me let me take a drink. This sounds like it's gonna be interesting. In a universe far beyond our own. Might have to jack that line. There live two explorers, Maya and Alex. I like that explorer Dang. idea. Yeah. They were on a mission to investigate a black hole in a distant galaxy which had shown signs of alternate realities beyond it. They were partners, friends, and secretly in love with each other. As they traveled through the cosmos, Maya noticed Alex's hair was getting too long and unkempt. She offered to give him a haircut. He gladly accepted, and soon enough, his hair was trimmed and styled to perfection. As they worked together, they chatted and laughed, sharing stories and memories. Once the haircut was done, Alex pulled out a packet of cigarettes from his pocket and lit one up. Is this is Maya, supposed to be on the space shuttle? I guess so. Okay. All right. Smoking's allowed on the space shuttles. Yeah. Maya wrinkled her nose at the smell, but said nothing. She knew how much he relied on them during stressful missions. Okay, that makes sense. They continued their journey, moving closer and closer to the black hole. And as they did, the atmosphere around them changed. <laughs> Suddenly, they were sucked into the black hole and thrown into a new reality. They found themselves in a strange underwater world, surrounded by giant fish and neon-colored coral reefs. The atmosphere was thick and humid, and they could barely breathe. 
Maya and Alex quickly realized they were in an alternate reality, a parallel universe, but they had no way of getting back to their own reality. As they explored the underwater world, they discovered that the fish in this reality were highly intelligent beings who could communicate telepathically. The fish told Maya and Alex that they had to travel through a series of wormholes to reach their home reality. They agreed to help the fish and set out on their journey, facing numerous challenges and obstacles along the way. They encountered hostile aliens, navigated treacherous asteroid belts, and even battled a rogue AI system. Throughout their journey, Maya and Alex grew closer, and their love for each other deepened. They shared intimate moments to keep comfort in each other's company during the long and perilous journey. Finally, after months of traveling through alternate realities, they reached their home reality. Maya and Alex returned their own reality, forever changed by their adventure. They had been through so much together, and had come out on the other side stronger and more in love than ever. They knew they would never forget the fish, the atmosphere, or the journey that had brought them closer than ever they ever thought possible. You know what? Interesting. It's a, that, now, that one took it to a very loopy place, too. That was a wild story that by that AI. Telepathic fish. Telepathic alien fish. Who, and rogue AI, I mean, it took it there. I said, you know what? You want strange? I got strange. You want space fantasy? We got I you think with our story fantasy. is better. I think our story could actually resonate, especially with even more details and more of that love story could resonate with people even sharper. Yeah, absolutely. I think the grounded in reality, just concept is a lot better suited for this type of story than the wild space adventure i mean i guess it depends not in the way that the ai made it of course that was a little too wild show up in an underwater world they're like oh this fish could talk to me <laughs> yeah i uh, i'm wondering what the rogue ai looked like <laughs> just at bowing it well what does that uh, mean what does that look like i don't know that's uh, that is an interesting one. All right, now we got to give our story That's a right. title. I think we we definitely won that for sure. No, what you guys think? I think we won it. So I I'll say that story was something else, but I think we won it. Uh, title. I do like the smoking a cigarette on the spaceship. Right. Getting a haircut on the spaceship part. Right. You know, hair is getting too long. Time to cut it. <laughs> and he got stressed. Time to smoke. Title time. First one I got is the black hole or black hole. Black hole. There's mission home. Mission home is not bad. Destined lovers. Planet X. Cause that was originally what I called their planet. Cause I don't know what we're going to call their planet. A cosmos love story. A cosmos across the cosmos because it has a little bit of that love sound to it. Like you can believe there's a love story in there and it, but it's also literally across the cosmos. Have we met before? <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a thing. Harry met Sally, you know? Do I know you? Do I know uh, you? Man, I'm pretty, I'm stick. I think I'm sticking to Across the Cosmos. Across the Cosmos isn't. Sounds like a proper story name. Yeah. Across the Cosmos. You heard it there, folks. Yeah. That was Across the Cosmos, our story that we ended up creating out of five random words, <laughs> hair, smoke, pocket fish and atmosphere we're gonna end it here next week we'll be back with a new set of words and a new story yes but until then start writing you don't need to be perfect just get it done bye everyone peace